Uh, but I, I want to just share just down a vein that I, I, uh, I started on last time I was here a couple weeks ago. But tonight I want to lead you in a time of prayer and intercession. But I want to, I want to incorporate some prayer principles as we do this. And, and, uh, you know, I, I think that prayer is an underutilized resource that God has given us. I'm going to wait for more amens on that one. And even though it might hurt, but I, I believe that prayer is an underutilized tool that God has given the body of Christ. And I believe that the more we get the grasp of it, the more we're going to engage in it. Amen. And so I want to, I want to show you a passage of scripture in Ezekiel chapter 37. I mentioned this the other night and, uh, I just want to, uh, mention it again. Uh, how many of you are familiar with the Valley of Dry Bones? Let me see your hands. So, you know, most of you are, but some of you may be not. But I want to read that passage of Scripture with you tonight because I, I'm hoping to just boost our faith and encourage our hearts when it comes, when it pertains to engaging in prayer. In Ezekiel 37, in verse 1, it says, The Lord took hold of me. This is Ezekiel talking or, or writing this. And he said, I was carried away by the Spirit of the Lord to a valley filled with bones. And he led me all around among the bones that covered the valley floor. They were scattered everywhere across the ground and were completely dried out. Then he asked me, son of man, can these bones become living people again? Oh, sovereign Lord, I replied, you alone know the answer to that. Then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to these bones and say, dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I'm going to put breath into you and make you live again. I will put flesh and muscle on you and cover you with skin. I will put breath into you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Verse 7. So I spoke this message just as he told me. And suddenly as I spoke, there was a rattling noise across the valley. The bones of each body came together and attached themselves as complete skeletons. Then as I watched muscles and flesh formed over those bones, then skin formed to cover their, their bodies, but they still had no breath in them. Then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to the winds, son of man. Speak a prophetic message and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come, O breath from the four winds. Breathe into these dead bodies so they may live again. So I spoke the message as he commanded me, and breath came into their bodies, and they all came to life and stood up on their feet, a great army. That's a beautiful picture, isn't it? Now, I want you to catch in that picture the prophet Ezekiel is painting here. So he's saying, I saw in the spirit a valley of dry bones, just dry bones. And the Lord said, speak to the dry bones and prophesy to them. And all of a sudden, as the prophet moved on the word of the Lord, all of a sudden, something began to happen. And these bones started coming together and they started connecting and the full skeletal structure of a body came into being. And so if you can just picture in your mind this valley of dry bones, the prophet prophesies and these bones start rattling, the Bible says. They start rattling and they start coming together. And next thing you know, you got some skeletal structures with skin and all that, but they're still not alive yet. 
And then the prophet said, speak to the four winds and say, come. And he spoke and all of a sudden the wind of the Lord, the breath of God came in to what was before dry bones and they stood to their feet and they became a living army. Wow. What a great picture of the mighty power of God. Amen. Now this transformation, I think is a, is a picture Uh, I see a parable here of the transformation of what I believe the Lord does for us. Because you know the Bible says that we were dead in our trespasses. We were spiritually dead. So if you would, you could say that we were dead dry bones. And whenever the Lord called us and we said yes to the Lord and we repented of our sins and we gave our life to Christ, all of a sudden the Spirit of God came upon us. Amen? And figuratively speaking, we were just dry bones. But when the breath of God came into us, we were no longer dead bodies, dead dry bones. We stood up on our feet and we became a great army for God. Amen. Come on, if you're with me, say amen. And so so as a non-believer, we were considered dead, but now we consider ourselves transformed by the power of God. I was dead, but now I'm alive. Amen. And so if you think about it, when you get saved, God resurrects you and he calls you to be a warrior, a soldier in the army of God. Amen. So if you if you can get this picture that God sees you as a warrior, he sees you as a soldier and you are in a army, it's called the army of the living God. Amen. And so if you can get this this illustration and get this picture with me that you and I are soldiers, we are warriors, and together we form an army and that army is powerful. Amen. Amen. In verse 11 and 12, he said to me, Son of man, these bones represent the people of Israel. Now, remember, Israel represents the church. In verse 12, it says, the last part of verse 12, it says, They are saying, we have become old dry bones. All hope is gone. Our nation is finished. Therefore, prophesy to them and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Oh, my people, I will open up your graves of exile and cause you to rise again. Then I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Listen, I'm not the prophet Ezekiel, but I can prophesy to you tonight, amen, and say to that to you that you are not a valley of dry bones but you are a mighty soldier in the army of God. I can prophesy to you, brothers and sisters, tonight that we are a mighty army in the kingdom of God for the living God to serve. Amen. Come on. Say amen if you believe that. Now listen, so every believer has the potential to be a mighty soldier, and every church has the potential to be a mighty army. Called into the spiritual battle that is raging across our communities and the world. How many of you know we are in a spiritual battle? And every day that you and I live, we can't see into the spirit realm, but in the spirit realm, there are spiritual beings that fight against everything that we try to do in the name of Christ to try to hinder us and keep us from doing what God has called us to do. Amen? And so trying to 
to stop the advancement of the kingdom of God. And this is what the Apostle Paul said in Ephesians 6 and verse 10. He said, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly places. How many of you know the war is out there in heavenly places? So every believer is a soldier and every church is an army. Do you get that? Every believer is a soldier and every church is an army. And if you put all the churches together, we become a, a, a vast multitude of soldiers and a mighty army for the kingdom of God. Amen? Now, the question is, how do we stand firm against the schemes and the opposition of the enemy's forces that come against us? How do we stand firm against that as the scripture admonished us to? I think the mighty weapon that God has given us is prayer. That's how we, we don't fight with flesh and blood, but we gotta fight. We don't fight against each other and cut each other down and take cheap shots at each other. We don't fight the spiritual battles by rolling up our sleeve and, and shaking our fist at the enemy. That's not how we win the spiritual battle. I believe that the way that we win the spiritual battle is through prayer. Amen? In Ephesians 6.16, Paul said this just a little bit later from the passage we just read. He said, above all taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all of the saints. Prayer it's the supernatural weapon that God has given us to wage spiritual warfare. Amen? You know, to, to use an illustration, it's like God has given us a bazooka. He's given us a missile thrower. You know, I don't know if you ever saw those. They got these things they put on their shoulder, and it's not like a machine gun. It's a missile thrower. Like, it shoots a missile, and whenever that missile lands, it's a crater in the earth. And God has given us a missile thrower. We're not soldiers with like a, you know, a, a pocket knife. You know, it, we don't have like a pocket knife to try to do battle. No, the Lord has given us a mighty weapon, and it's a bazooka of a weapon. It's a missile thrower of a weapon. It's the prayers of the saints of God. Amen and amen. James 5.16, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. How many of you know there is power in prayer? There's great power in prayer. Now, I want to just, just share a couple of principles, and then we're going to pray through these principles. Are you ready? Are you ready, soldier? Soldier, did you take your flip-flops off? Did you put your boots on? Did you, did you put your, 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 your shield of faith on? Did you put your breastplate of righteousness on? Did you put your helmet of salvation on? Come on, did you dress for battle? Are you dressed for battle? Come on, are you dressed for battle? Or do you want to stay a civilian? 
Come on, are you ready to do warfare? Are you ready to make a difference in the kingdom of God? Come on, you got to be a warrior, amen. And you got to get that mentality that you you don't have to just sit back and let the enemy just do whatever he wants to do. You can stand up against it, amen. So here's the first principle. Pray with faith, believing that your prayer does produce wonderful results, as James 5.16 said. You got to pray with faith. Part of the way that you win the spiritual battle is to have faith that when you pray, things happen. I mean, you know, some people don't pray because they don't have faith that prayer works. And so if you don't have faith that prayer makes a difference, then you don't pray. You know, sometimes maybe we quit praying because we pray and we don't see anything in the natural. Like, I prayed and I didn't see anything. Well, you can't look in the natural to to see the results of your prayer because it happens in the Spirit. Amen? But you got to have faith that that's happening. How many of you have faith that that's happening? You know, I was thinking like, how, how do, how do you build the confidence of someone to pray? You know, I was just thinking about this. You know, when you read the Bible, there's angels all over, right? The, the, the angels of God are all over. Hebrews 1 says they're ministers of God to minister to those that receive salvation. How many of you receive salvation? So there's angels. Whenever somebody dies, there's angels that escort them to heaven according to what the scripture says. So angels are ministers of God. And so it's like God's on his throne and he's got all these angelic beings out there and there's demonic forces as well. There's demons. There's demons out there as well, right? Are are y'all with me out there? And so it's like God's on his throne and when we utter a prayer and say, Lord, help me, the Lord says, hey, Michael, would you go help him? And, and I, I just see it that way. I don't know if it's exactly like that. I'm just telling you the way that I see it. When, when I say, Lord, I need your help, the Lord says, oh, hey, hey, I, I'm just thinking, I know Michael, the archangel, right? You know, I don't know if it's Michael he uses, but he calls one of his angels and says, hey, Todd needs help, and he just asks for help. Would you go down there and help him? Amen. Now, just think about there's angels all around, and we say as a church, we say, Lord, help us. And the Lord on his throne says, huh? What, did, did I hear an army down there? Did they say they need my help? Hey, angels, 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 come on, I need some help. In fact, I just need two of you, that's all I need. Go help that church down there. And the warring angels of God, they come on the behalf of the prayers of the saints, and they begin to work on behalf of the church of God. Amen? Now, come on, how many of you, how many of you believe that we should pray? We should pray. We should pray continuously, as Paul said. And so we got to pray in faith, believing. Ephesians 6, 16 said, Above all, take the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked one. Now, think about this with me for a moment. There's demonic forces out there. And they got flaming missiles. They got flaming arrows. Like they got an arrow, they light it on fire and they throw it. Spiritually speaking, that's the imagery here. And Paul says, you can take your shield of faith. When the enemy throws a fiery missile, you can take your shield. And the shield was this, this long, narrow, you know, oblong thing. And they had tar in it. And the way it was designed is when a fiery arrow came and the shield was raised up, the arrow would go that was on fire, the fiery missile. It would go into the tar and it would turn it out and it couldn't do any harm. Our faith is our shield. And so when the enemy flames, you're not worth it. You're never going to succeed. 
You're, you're never going to accomplish anything. You're never going to get blessed. We pick up our prayer shield and we say, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I believe that as I talk to the Lord right now, that the angels of God are encamped about me. And the Lord is releasing His resources. Amen. How many of you know He can get His resources and He don't even need the angel to do it? He can just send His Spirit and say, and there it goes. He can just say, and the Spirit of God comes upon you and things break in your life and all of a sudden you have a breakthrough. Amen. So prayer is in the essence using your spiritual shield. Would you do me a favor and just stand with me for just a moment? This is what Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer... Believe that you've received it and it will be yours. You see, I, I know Pastor Brandon told me that he, he preached on, you know, w things that you can do where, where you don't get answers to prayer, right? One of them is not believe what, that you, what you're praying for you're going to get, right? Because Jesus said, whatsoever things you pray for, believing you shall... How many of you believe? How many of you believe in the power of your prayer? Not that you are anything. The effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. It's not because we're goody two-shoes, because we're not, right? It's because we've been clothed with the righteousness of Christ. It's like he took our old filthy rags off and he put some, some clean robes on us, right? So we stand in right standing with God with this righteousness on us, amen? So we stand before God in faith. How many of you can just stand with me in faith right now? And just faith. And I want you to just say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your blessing. Come on, just begin to talk to Him right now. Just begin to say, thank you, Lord. Lord, I believe. Just tell Him, I believe. Lord, I believe when I talk to you that things happen. Come on, raise your fiery, raise your, your shield of faith and quench those fiery missiles of doubt and unbelief and discouragement. And depression. Come on, lift them. Come on. Man is not your problem. People are not your problem. We don't battle against flesh and blood. But we do battle. Come on, just raise your shield right now. And just begin to quench those fiery and just say, thank you, Lord. Come on, how many of you know you got to have faith to thank the Lord? Before anything, before your ship came in, you got to be able to say, thank you, Lord. Before you see your circumstance change, you got to say, thank you, Lord. Come on, before, before you get the breakthrough, you got to say, thank you, Lord. Come on, you got to stand in faith. You can't pray in doubt. You can't pray with unbelief. You can't pray believing that, that your, your prayers are, are not going to make any difference. You got to pray and believe. Come on, just begin to thank Him right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank You. Lord, we praise You. Lord, we worship You. Come on, let's believe right now. Stand with me right now and let's believe that as a church as we stand, that Family Life Church, there's a blessing coming on this church even as we stand right now and say, Lord, we need Your help tonight. Come on, army of God, let's stand together. Let's stand together. And we're saying, Lord, there's an enemy out there, but we believe that greater is He that is in us than He that is in the world. Lord, we know we're fighting battles, but Lord, we believe that we win the battle. Lord, we believe that the enemy cannot defeat us. We have faith today to believe that greater is He that is in us than He that is in the world. We believe tonight, Lord, that one can chase a thousand and two can chase ten thousand. 
Lord, we believe tonight as we take time to pray that things are happening in the heavens, that angels are coming, ascending and descending from heaven, and the blessings and the favor and the grace of God is being released over Family Life Church, over every family that's represented here. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Come on, if you believe that, say amen and say amen. Come on, say amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise you. Come on, we're in a state of faith, and we're believing that tonight, that we're winning the battle. Amen. We're winning the battle. Thank you, Father. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Father God.
just just have a seat for just a moment. And I just want to share on this second principle, and then we're going to get up and, and just pray some more, okay? The second principle here, pray for God's hedge of protection around you and your family and your possessions. I want you to see this passage of Scripture. In Job chapter 1 and verse 7, the Lord said to Satan, from where do you come from? Now, I want you to watch this. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, from roaming about where? On the earth and walking around on it. Where's the enemy working? Where you and I are living. That's where he's working, on the earth, right? Verse 8, then the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? For there is no one like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, fearing God and turning away from evil. Then Satan answered the Lord, does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge about him and his house and all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands and his possessions have increased in the land. So, so the enemy says, hey, listen, Job's blessed because you, that's why. In fact, you placed a hedge around him. You put a, you put a wall of protection around him. But if you remove that wall, then he's not going to bless you. Then he's not going to serve you. So who put the wall of protection around Job? God did. Well, if Job can put a wall of protection around Job, do you think maybe he can put a wall of protection around you and I? Amen? So would it be ridiculous to say, Lord, I pray your shield around me. I pray your wall of protection around me. Come on. Are y'all with me? Come on. I pray that there's a wall so thick that no demon in hell can penetrate it. Come on. Are y'all with me out there? Lord, I pray that, Lord, you place such a hedge. Now, I want you to notice something in verse 10. Have you not made a hedge about him, his house, and all that he has on every side? So this is the ripple prayer. When you pray and ask the Lord to place a hedge of protection, don't stop with just you. Don't be selfish, amen? How about you pray for one around your spouse? How about you pray when you say, Lord, place your hedge around me and Tanya too, Lord. And how about you keep going if you have any children? Lord, I pray your hedge around. Listen, do you believe that God answers prayer? Do you have faith to believe? If the Lord is willing to place a hedge around Job, I believe he's willing to place a hedge around you and I. Amen? So we got to pray the prayer of protection. What does Psalm 91 says? He, give his, he gives his angels charge over you. He'll cover you with his pinions. That's divine protection. Amen. And then he says his house. Is it, you think it's ridiculous for you to pray over your house, over your car, over your belongings and say, Lord, would you protect them as we go on this trip? Or Lord, as I leave to go to work today, would you place a hedge around my belongings, my possessions, as well as my family. Come on, are y'all with me out there? Come on, how many of you believe the Lord can put a wall of protection? Now, how many of you think the Lord can put a wall of protection around family life, church? And when the enemy sends an assignment to try to interrupt and disrupt this church, that the, he, they'll encounter a wall of protection. Well, how do you get that wall? Well, I think you ask for it. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be open. Come on, stand up with me right now. 
and lift your hands to, to the Lord right now. And come on, I want you to just right now, just say, Lord, would you place a hedge around me? One translation says a wall of protection. Come on, the fiery missiles of the evil one. He's throwing them every day. Sometimes we get hit in the head and we got thoughts that are off the wall. Or sometimes somebody says something to us or we experience something and it's a fiery missile. But I believe we could pray for the Lord's hedge of protection where, where the enemy sends those missiles. If our shield of faith doesn't catch it, there's a supernatural barrier, like that thing over Israel. I forgot what it's called. The Iron Dome, I think it's called. Where whenever the enemy sends scud missiles to Israel, the, it, it hits this dome up in the heavens, and all of a sudden, something goes out from, from Israel, and it hits that scud missile before it ever hits the ground. Come on, let's ask the Lord right now, in the name of Jesus. Come on, ask the Lord to put a wall around you right now, in the name of Jesus. Come on, ask the Lord to put around a wall around your marriage right now in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus thank you Lord there's a wall of protection Lord I'm believing for a wall of protection right now in Jesus name I'm gonna pray that wall around your children your grandchildren I'm on. ask the Lord to place a hedge around your family right now Lord a thick wall Lord a strong barrier in the name of Jesus I'm agreeing with you tonight that the Lord's placing this wall around you that the enemy's tactics and plans are not going to touch you tonight because you have this incredible barrier and shield that's around you now i want you to agree with me as we pray for family life church that the lord will put this huge shield around this church and the plans and the tactics of the enemy will not succeed come on are y'all with me out there are y'all with me out there thank you lord that this wall of protection is going around this church right now and no plan and no tactic and no scheme of the evil one will be able to penetrate this church. We're believing that there is divine protection over this church and every family that that is represented here in the name of Jesus. Now, how about we just pray that over our community, that the devil will have not his way. He will not have his way in Acadiana. He will not have his way in Lafayette. He will not have his way where you live. In the name of Jesus, we declare that darkness will not prevail. Our community, that darkness will not prevail. Our city, we declare it right now in the name of Jesus, that the Lord is releasing a strong barrier over this community unity and the land the, the the warring angels are encamped about this community stopping and hindering the prince of persia the spirits of darkness from coming and penetrating and affecting this community we're believing for blessing we're believing for favor we're believing for the love of god not hatred not not uh, not racism lord we're believing that the spirit of christ is ruling and reigning over this place and the spirit of God is moving on hearts and there's a great hunger for the things of God tonight in the name of Jesus we're believing that tonight that we're protected under the cover of the blood of Jesus Christ thank you father that we're protected and we're shielded in the name of Jesus we thank you and we praise you for that now come on just thank him right there thank him right there thank him Lord thank you father praise you Lord praise you that shield around me. That shield around me. He covers you with his pinions. Come on, he's covering you with his feathers. 
like a hand covers her chicks is covering you tonight. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Praise you. There is nothing like your love. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you for your shield. Thank you for your shield. Praise you. Scud missiles that are sent from the enemy cannot hit them because that 
barrier of protection. We got a barrier around us, amen? Just have a seat for just a moment and I wanna just unpack this third prayer principle. Pray for God's favor and blessing to be upon you and your family's life. In Job 1.10, we read it, Have you not made a hedge about him and his house and all that he has on every side? Now look at the last part of this verse. You have blessed the work of his hands and his possessions have increased in the land. Now, who did Satan give credit to for Job's life getting blessed? He said, you have blessed him. He's talking to the Lord. Satan's talking to the Lord and he said, you have blessed him. You have blessed the work of his hands. Where those blessings come from, brothers and sisters? It comes from the Lord, right? The Lord was the reason that Job was blessed. Now again, if Job was blessed by the Lord, is it ridiculous for us to ask the Lord to bless us? Do you have faith to believe that if you ask the Lord to bless you, that He's going to bless you? Would you say, well, Todd, I don't know if I'm worthy. Well, I know. I feel the same way. But I can't rely on my worthiness because there's no way I can have confidence before the Lord. I can come boldly to the throne of grace because I have a high priest that shed his innocent blood to cover my sins and he took my old wretched rags off of me and he put his robe of righteousness on me. So I can ask him to bless me because I'm a new creature in Christ and all things pass away and behold, all things become new. Amen. Are y'all with me out there? And so we ask the Lord to bless us, not because we earned it. No, no. The blessing of the Lord don't come because we earn it. We, the blessing of the Lord comes because He's gracious and He's merciful and He's kind and He's compassionate and He's a good God. Amen. How about this verse in Job, uh, excuse me, in John, 3 John 2. Beloved, I pray that in all respects you may prosper and be in good health just as your soul prospers. Now that's a prayer right there. You can just spend your prayer time right there. But he says, I pray that in all respects you may prosper. How many of you would like to prosper in all respects? In other words, you know, prosper, that word prosper means to be helped. How many of you would like for God to help you in all respects? Okay, am I talking to the right crowd here? How many of you would like God to help you in all respects? Which means in your business, in your finances, in your spiritual life, in your relationships, everywhere you go, everything you do. You could pray for Lord, would you bless me in all re I need I need your bless how many of you think you need God's blessing in all respects? Well, let me ask it a different way. How many of you feel like I am so good? Like I don't even need the Lord's help in this area. How many of you feel that way? Uh, we're gonna have an altar call right away. If we have anybody like that. How many of you say, really, every area of my life, I need God's help. Let me see your hands. And then listen, he says, I pray that you would bless me in all respects. And then he, he goes on to say, not just in, in prosperity, but how about good health? How many of you, how many of you think that health is a blessing? You know, we pray for healing. How about we pray for health? How about we pray the Lord keep us healthy? How, how, how about we pray that like the children of Israel, you know, that, that our body don't wear out like their sandals. Amen. Come on. Are you with me? And then he says, 
as your soul prospers. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. How many of you know that's packed right there? How many of you want God's blessing and favor over your life? Stand with me. Let's pray. Again, if you have the liberty, just lift your hands to the Lord. It's a sign of humility. It's a state of humility. Where we, we're reverencing the Lord. See, it's not just standing before the Lord. It takes a posture of humility. It takes a spirit of humbleness. It takes an attitude of soberness to say, Lord, I'm not that good. That I, I don't need your help. God, I can't keep it all together without your help. Lord, I want your blessing. Satan asked, asked the Lord. You placed a hedge around him and you blessed him. You blessed the work of his hands. You blessed his possessions. They have increased in the land. Can we just pray for God's blessing? Pray for God's blessing. Now, now remember, until you utter the prayer, you got to utter the prayer. It's kind of like the, the messenger from God is waiting for you to ask for it, and then the Lord sends it. Come on, just utter it. Say, Lord, I want your blessing. It don't have to be deep. It don't have to be very spiritual. It can be very simple and basic. Lord, would you bless me? Like Jabez. Lord, would you bless me indeed? Indeed means a lot. Would you? How many of you want a lot of blessing? How many of you want more blessing? How many of you want more? How many of you say, man, it's been good, but I, I want more? God has blessed me, but I want more. How many of you want more? How many of you are hungry for more? How many of you say, Lord, I want more light? Lord, I want more of your spiritual anointing and infilling. Lord, I want more fruitfulness, Lord. I want to be able to win souls and make disciples. Lord, I want to preach the gospel. Lord, I want to make a difference in the kingdom. Come on, let's ask the Lord. Lord, I pray your blessing over me right now. Come on, ask the Lord. Now, ask the Lord's blessing over your spouse. Lord, I pray your blessing over Tanya tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name, Lord, I pray that you bless, bless her in every way. Come on, begin to pray over your spouse. Lord, bless them in every way. Lord, I pray, pour out. Lord, pour a bucket of blessings over them. Now, come on, bless your children right now. Lord, I pray the blessing of the Lord. I pray the blessing of the Lord. Come on, pray the blessing of the Lord over every one of your children. Call them my name. Lord, I pray your blessing over Olivia. Come on, declare it. I pray your blessing, your children, your grandchildren, your in-laws, your outlaws. Come on, pray the blessing of the Lord. I pray the blessing of the Lord over them right now. In the name of Jesus, I thank you and I praise you that the blessing of the Lord is upon my my life and upon my family in all ways in the name of Jesus I thank you Lord I'm prospering in all things thank you come on thank him that your health is strong thank him thank him that your health is strong that your body is healthy that it's normal that it's not achy and it's not wearing out in the name of Jesus thank him that your mind is sharp it's alert it's strong that your heart your ticker is strong it's solid in the name of Jesus thank him right now that your spouse is healthy and strong in the name of Jesus declare that your children are healthy and they're strong and they're and that no disease is coming near your tent in the name of Jesus we thank you and we praise you now thank him your soul is prospering right now thank 
thank Him that your soul is prospering. Your mind is prospering. Your will, thank Him that your will is prospering. It's surrendered. It's yielded to the will of God. That emotionally, that you're healthy, that you're not depressed, discouraged, that you're joyful, that you're full of the peace of God. In the name of Jesus, thank Him. Oh, yes, thank Him right now. That spirit, soul, and body, that you're blessed in Jesus' name. Now, come on, let's go one more level. Come on, just do me a favor as an army, and let's pray God's blessing over Family Life Church right now. In the name of Jesus, just stand with me. Like whenever Moses' hands were up, and Joshua was winning the battle in the valley below, and Aaron and Hur was holding up his hands, and the blessing of the Lord came upon every soldier on that field. Let's pray God's blessing and favor over Family Life Church that every leader in this church, that everybody that's ministering in this church is going to be blessed of the Lord. They're going to have the anointing of God on their life. The grace of God is going to be upon them. And we're going to be able to advance the kingdom. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Come on, let's declare right now that the blessing of the Lord is upon us right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Come on, like Joseph, the Lord, the Master saw that everything, everything caused, everything that Joseph did, the Lord caused to be blessed. Come on, we're believing for that. For our lives and our, and our church that is blessed. How many of you would agree with that? The Lord's blessing us. Come on. Can you say that? The Lord's blessing is upon us. Let's declare it. The Lord's blessing is upon us. The Lord's blessing is on my life, on my family, upon this church, in the name of Jesus. And one more, and then we're going to go home. And the fourth one, if you just stay standing for just a moment, pray the Spirit. Pray for the spiritual resistance prayer. You know, in James 4 and 7, it says, Submit therefore to God. Resist the devil and He will flee from you. We have to resist them. And the question is, how do you resist the devil? I think this is how you resist them. You resist them by putting on the, the armor of God, the helmet of salvation. How many of you know you got to walk uprightly with the Lord? That's warfare. But I think prayer is powerful. And we can resist the evil one. And when the enemy is trying to break into your house, you can spiritually say, in the name of Jesus, get your hand off my doorknob. Come on, are you with me? Get your hand off my children. Get your hand off my marriage. Get your hand off my finances. Get your hand off of my relationships. Get your hand off my emotions. Get your hand off of my heart. Get your hand off of my mind. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. This is what Jesus said in Matthew 16, 18. I say to you, talking to Peter, upon this rock I will build my church. And the gates of Hades will not overpower it. Notice what he says. I will build my church. And the gates of Hades will not overpower it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom. And whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. We need a bind. And we need a loose. Bind means to forbid. Loose means to release. I bind the enemy off my house. I bind the enemy off my finances. I bind the enemy off my church in the name of Jesus. I forbid the enemy from working over my life. I, spiritually speaking, I resist the enemy and say, you cannot just come into my house and do what you want in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now here, 
here through prayer in the name of Jesus. This is what Jesus said in Mark 16, 17. These signs will accompany those who have believed. In my name, they will cast out demons. How do you cast out demons? In my name. In the authority of the name of Jesus. That's how we do it. We better not try to cast demons out in our name because we're going to get stripped of our clothes and we're going to run away naked like, like the, the, son, the seven sons of Sceva. Amen? Come on, we have to use the authority. How many of you know I've given you authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall injure you? Are you with me? I have given you authority. I have given you authority. And so I say, in the name of Jesus, I resist the enemy. I resist his work. And I move back oppression. I move back depression. I, I cancel the assignments of the enemy. And I loose the spirit of God. I loose the anointing of God. I loose the provision of God in Jesus' name. Come on, just stand right there and use your authority and say, in the name of Jesus. Come on. Now, don't, don't say it like, like wimpy. you got to say it like you're a soldier. Don't say it like you in flip-flops on the beaches of destiny. You say it like you've been dressed for battle and that you know that you're on the winning side and the enemy's got to back up whenever you arrive. Amen? And you say, in the name of Jesus. Come on, say that with me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, we sing about it. In your name. In your name. We sing in your name. How about invoking his name? In the name of Jesus. Jesus said, in my name. In my name. Come on. Break, break spiritual opposition off your life right now. In the name of Jesus, I declare. Spiritual opposition is broken off my life. In Jesus' name. Come on, declare that. I break spiritual opposition. I break spiritual op uh, 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 oppression right now. In the name of Jesus. Now, come on, break it off of your family. Off of your marriage. In the name of Jesus, I break every plan and tactic of the enemy. I declare no weapon formed against us shall prosper. I declare greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I declare, I raise my shield of faith and I quench the fiery darts. I am not a failure. I'm a winner in Jesus' name. I'm not defeated. I'm succeeding in Jesus' name. Come on. I'm not a nobody. I'm precious in the eyes of God. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made in the name of Jesus. Come on, pray. Pray for your family. In the name, I cancel every assignment of the enemy. Oh, my daughter, my son-in-law, my granddaughter. I break its power. Come on, declare it. In the name of Jesus, I declare over my in-laws, my mother-in-law, my father-in-law. I break oppression off of them right now. And I declare that victory is theirs. Now, in Jesus' name, I break. Come on, let's pray over this church. In the name of Jesus, we break every controlling spirit every assigned spirit over family life church every demonic force that's trying to interrupt and trying to bring conflict and division and strife in this church we break its power we break its hole and we declare right now lord in jesus name we say drive out every ungodly attitude drive out every ungodly spirit in the name of jesus we declare that we are free now come on let's release Lord, we release your anointing. We release your power. And we release your presence right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I declare the Spirit of the Lord over my house. Come on, declare it. The Spirit of the Lord over my life. 
the Spirit of the Lord, the anointing of God over my wife, over my daughter, my son-in-law, my granddaughter, in the name of Jesus, I declare the Spirit of the Lord over the leadership of Family Life Church right now. I declare the Spirit of the Lord, the anointing of God is flowing right now over this house in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, I'm declaring it over you right now. The Spirit of the Lord. Come on, life is coming into your house. Joy is coming into your house. Peace is coming into your house. In Jesus' name, we declare the presence of God, the strong anointing of God over this house over your house in Jesus name how many of you believe that tonight now come on just thank him and say thank you Lord thank you Lord for your blessing come on you are a warrior in the kingdom of God you've been called into the army of God tonight as we're praying this is an army God only knows what happened in the heavens tonight God only knows what happened over your family over your life tonight amen now I know that you have some needs I want you to just lift your hands. And I just want to pray. Pray the blessing of the Lord. Maybe you need healing. I declare healing over your life. Maybe you need a spiritual healing. I declare spiritual healing over your life right now. Maybe you need a financial breakthrough. I declare financial breakthrough over your life right now. Maybe you need an emotional healing. I break discouragement, depression. I break its power. I break its hope. I break hopelessness and helplessness. And I declare that the joy of the Lord is yours right now in Jesus' name. Now, Lord, I pray for great breakthrough, for great fruitfulness. I pray that you would enlarge our territory, that you'd increase our barriers, and the cheap the people of God would walk in the great favor and blessing of Almighty God. I pray all this in the mighty and in the strong name of Jesus and everybody that agreed shouted and said Amen. Come on one more time. Everybody that agreed shouted and said Amen. 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 I encourage you. You get up in the morning, get in your favorite chair, get in your place, where you, your secret place, and just do business with God. Amen? You're a warrior. Get on the battlefield. Fight for your family. Fight for your life. And see the blessing of God. Amen? Well, God bless you. If you need prayer for anything, we'll be up here. But if not, God bless you. Be blessed. You're dismissed.